and seen. For when your sphincter feels like it's burning, like the seventh circle of hell, passing even the smallest motion brings tears to your eyes. It feels like Hades himself is poking your rectum with a fiery pitchfork. A plump bunch of grapes is surrounding your unholiest of exits. You recall Percy Pig calling ointment. These aren't just any suppositories. These are M&S Percy Pig suppositories. Unseen. Good evening and welcome to In My Humble Opinion or IMHO for those listeners who have accidentally tuned in while seeking the shock jock antics of Radio 1. I'm your host, Alexander Tabernacle. In My Humble Opinion is the show where you, the humble listener, has the opportunity to provide your feedback, praise, critique or damning indictment of the BBC shows you have heard this week. The first show going under the microscope, or should that be stethoscope, is Jessica's Flow, a situation comedy depicting the life of the eponymous Jessica, a typical ladette about town. The show is a robust and vulgar celebration of youth's joie de vivre. Here's a clip. <laughs> Jesus, Steve, I haven't chucked up so much since Diana's funeral. That was 21 years ago, Jessica. You would have been six. Yeah. I was fine on the red wine back then. But the flaming Sambucas is how it belted out candle in the wind got me. You remember that, Steve? He sang it low because of all the fags in a dinner lady wig. Yes, it was very moving. It was the day of my wedding. We couldn't have known at that stage. Really set the tone for the farcical marriage, did it, eh, Steve? <laughs> Veronica Montague Smythe from Upper Lowing Bridge, celebrated chair of the local WI, said, I thought Jessica's flow was a breath of fresh air, a welcome break from the formulaic, dated and ethnically biased sitcoms we have been forcibly subjected to in recent years. Bravo, the BBC! Can I have more, please, Auntie? Stan Witherby, a ne'er-do-well in early retirement from Weatherby, bleated, Jessica's flow was utter shite. The most offensive debased representation of the working class since Thora Heard blew Alan Bennett. That's enough of that, thanks, Stanley. Against the ugly and repetitive shouts of the masses came this one true voice, in the form of precocious but very culturally astute six-year-old Tarquin Bedowetter, son of our very own producer, Julian, who had this to say. I I thought Jessica's flow was a rib rib ribald ribald an honest reflection of you youth with tones of a welcome postmodernistic modernistic modernistic impression of indigenous in, indigenous subculture I can't say it indeed in indigenous indigenous subculture oh, good boy thank you a second helping for me, please, Auntie Beeb. Let's leave Jessica's flow alone for now and turn to Dave Utree, 
who after 27 years on local radio is making his Radio 2 drive time debut and has had to come up with a replacement to his popular quiz show Dave's Dirty Finger. Would Jackie's furry box satisfy his new audience? Little finger, Dave, down to the knuckle. OK, Stacy, I'm plunging to the knuckle. Oh, it's moist, a bit icky, and there's a bit of a smell. Oh, OK, Dave. Can you add the forefinger for purchase, please? Stacy, the forefinger's gone in. OK, it's definitely moist, and I can feel a bit of string or twine. Not to ruin the fun for iPlayer listeners, but it was a party popper in a blancmange. Spiteful divorcee, Andrew Sourpool, had this to whimper. Filth, filth, smut and filth. Come on, BBC, and not in a filthy way. I expect so much better. My drive home was soured by the puerile antics of Dave Utree and the so-called Jackie's Furry Box. Settle down, Andrew. Time for your Horlicks and an early night. Meanwhile, respected consultant gynaecologist, Mr Frankie Fingerpuss, extolled. Oh, hey! I couldn't wait to find out what Jackie's furry box had in store. I had to pull myself off at the side of the road and was late for the wife's Tuesday biryani. Three cheers for the BBC. It was worth a licence fee alone. Frankie's was a voice echoed by many other listeners. Another programme from which we had much feedback this week was Mind My Whiskers, a heartfelt documentary depicting 24 hours in the life of Fidget Jeffries, a trans gerbil from Surrey. Here we join Fidget in his search for appropriate bedding. It, 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 it's a lovely 13.5 tog hollow fibre duvet mm. in a king size. And I presume you offer a shredding service. It's too big for me to shred myself. I can't handle anything much larger than a man-sized tissue. Uh, sh- sh- shred it, sir. Why, why would you want us to shred a lovely brand new king-size duvet? I am of the genus Rodentia. Oh, oh, oh well, I'm very sorry, um, Mr Rodentia. Um, I, I, I still don't quite understand. My name is Fidget Jeffries. I am transgerbal. My species is of the genus Rodentia. Oh, I, I do apologise, Mr. Mr. Jeffries, but um, I only work on the Saturdays. Um, let, let me just get my manager for you. Typical. Astute, wise and respected toilet attendant, Flush McTavers, had this to say. Uh, Mind my whiskers was erstwhile, sensitive and heartfelt. My older brother is transflamingo, or at least he was until his knee operation, and I could totally sympathise with Bridget's everyday struggle. Five stars and kudos to the BBC. I have cancelled my Netflix subscription on the strength of this programme alone. Predictably, not everyone was quite as refined and enlightened as Flush. The bigoted voice of the majority was represented by Penny Forthright, an underachieving entry-level social worker, who whined... I don't get it. He's not a bloody gerbil, is he? How profound, Penny. No more calls, please. Well, that's it for this week, listeners. Please tune in again next week for more honest and unbiased opinion of the excellent work we do here at the BBC. I'm Alexander Tabernacle. And scene.
only the finest organic Egyptian cotton with 1,000 thread count for ultimate comfort. Wounds sculptured on the fine lines of a Concorde. Able to absorb up to 500 milliliters of even your heaviest flow. Scented with the essence of Percy Pig dessert sauce. These aren't just sanitary towels. These are M&S Percy Pig sanitary towels. Your secret's safe with us. Ad said. Yeah, and Tr Tristan's only in the fifth form, but he's head boy, he's uh, head of the rugger team, and his homemade pesto really is divine. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm terribly sorry. This, this is awfully embarrassing. Uh, that's my, my phone's just gone off. I'm actually learning uh, Italian uh, through this application on my phone. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. He's just studying so hard as Italian at the moment. He's actually doing a lot of work over there. Do you know what? He's actually working all the weekends. He's there every weekend. And he comes back on Monday morning. He looks drained. He looks totally like there's... Everything's been taken out of him. And he's studying Italian like crazy. This doesn't take long, doesn't take long. Go ahead with it, Sebastian, please, please. I know what you're like if you don't manage to do it. Go ahead with it, go on. Oh, yes, sorry, gang. So th this app I'm using is actually really clever, uh, using sort of artificial intelligence. It actually uh, bases uh, what it's gonna teach me in Italian based on uh, my search history and places I've been in the past. It it's all very clever, all very clever. Today's personalized vocabulary lesson, Sebastian. Lezione di vocabolario personalizzata di oggi, Sebastian. Yeah, yeah, so, so it says it in English, then it says it in Italian, and then you have a chance to give it a go yourself. Yeah, so it's all very clever, all very clever. Where is the nearest train station? Dove si trova la stazione ferroviaria più vicina? Uh, yeah, sorry guys, sorry guys. Uh, dove si trova la stazione ferroviaria più vicina? Where are the train station toilets? Dove sono i bagni della stazione ferroviaria? Uh, dove sono i bagni della stazione ferroviaria? Are the train station toilets very busy? I bagni della stazione dei treni sono molto trafficati. Uh, I bagni della stazione dei treni sono molto trafficati. Do the train station toilets get regularly inspected? I servizi igienici della stazione ferroviaria vengono ispezionati regolarmente. I servizi igienici della stazione ferroviaria vengono ispezionati regolarmente. I like your trousers. Mi piacciono i tuoi pantaloni. Mi piacciono i tuoi pantaloni. I want my face to resemble a plasterer's radio. Voglio che la mia faccia assomiglia a una radio di stuccatori. Oh, that, 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 that's a tricky one. Voglio che la mia faccia assomigli a una radio di stuccatori. No, please not in my hair. I have no shampoo. No, per favore, non trai i miei capelli. Non ho lo shampoo. Uh... No, per favore, non tra i miei capelli. Non ho lo shampoo. 
If my wife finds out about this, I'm done for. Se mia moglie lo scopre, sono finito. Se mia moglie lo so scopre, sono finito. You can try, but I am very tight. Puoi provare, ma io sono molto stretto. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't think why, why it suggested that. Uh, puoi provare, ma io sono molto stretto. Please stop, you are hurting me. Per favore, smettila, mi stai facendo male. Uh, per favore, smettila, mi stai facendo male. Yes, yes, like that. That's the spot. Harder, Robert. Harder, Robert. Like that. You're my daddy. Sì, sì, così. Questo è il punto. Robert più duro. Robert più duro. Come quello. Sei mio papà. Uh, I, I, again, I, I'm not quite sure why, why it's suggesting this, but I have to do it to, to finish lesson, guys. You, you, you understand. Uh, sì, sì, così. Questo è il punto. Roberto Pigiolo. Roberto Pigiolo. Come quello. Sei mio papà. Can you please direct me to the nearest sexual disease clinic? Puoi indirizzarmi, per favore, alla clinica per le malattie sessuali più vicine. Uh, puoi indirizzarmi, per favore, alla clinica per le malattie sensuali più vicine. Well done, Sebastian. Crikey, that went on a while, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, sorry about that, everyone. I, uh, oof, I feel quite pooped after that. I could do with a bit of a lie down. And scene. Pre-lubricated, using only the finest organic ingredients. Latex produced from the most exclusive rubber tree plantation in all of Cambodia. Hospital grade spermicide, triple filtered for your satisfaction. Thoughtfully constructed and sized for the average white middle class Englishman. Subtly flavoured with Percy Pig dessert sauce. These aren't just condoms. These are M&S Percy Pig condoms. Make your partner squeal like a pig. Insane. And now, as we enter June, thoughts in Ambridge naturally turn to the summer panto. But Linda has some radical new ideas about to create much consternation in the village. Aryan-looking gentleman wearing military attire. Guten Tag, mein Frau. We don't get many strangers here in the shop. Hmm. What is this leaflet I see for Strike Back? Oh, Strike Back is a cheese-themed marriage guidance and self-defence class run by one of our local villagers called Helen Titchener. Hmm. I shall take a leaflet and leave. Guten Tag, mein Frau. 
Oh, who was that strange-looking gentleman? Well, I don't know who he was, but he wasn't from around here. But he was very interested in strike back. He even took a leaflet. Hmm, how strange. Now, what did I come in for? Um, oh, I know. I need some biscuits. Oh, look at this and biscuits, are you? If you've got any biscuits... Yeah, we have lots of biscuits. You'll find the biscuits in that aisle there next to the Roy Vita. Just here? Yeah, just where you are there, next to the Rivita, that's where the biscuits are. Oh, crikey, they're right in front of my face. Look, all these biscuits. You found the biscuits then? Yes, I think I'm going to have this packet of biscuits. Okay, just that packet of biscuits, is it? Well, with this packet of biscuits, I think I'd... I also need a glass-topped coffee table, um, some whipped yeah. cream, and a car battery. Yeah, I thought you might. They're right here in front of you. I thought you'd want the usual. Oh! Excellent. Well, I'm just going to take this packet of biscuits, the glass-topped coffee table, the whipped cream, and this car battery. Oh, no problem, my lovely. That comes to £87.92. OK. Do you mind if I pay you next week? No problem at all. I'll put it on the tab with the rest of your stuff. Oh, thank you very much. Have a good day, my lovely. And to you. Hey, what are you going to have to drink, then? Oh, well, I'll have a pint of shires, thank you very much, if you're buying. Oh, pint of shires? You know what? I think I'm going to have a pint of shires as well. Jolene, can we have two pints of shires, please? Oh, thank you very much. Here, oh, you haven't got your art set on seeing Linda's twank here again for the summer panto? Well, of course I know it's summer when Linda gets her twanky out for an airing. No, no, this year she's decided to tackle Brian De Palma's Scarface. Really? Yeah, but don't worry. You'll still get to say hello to Linda's little friend. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. Don't all fire up your chainsaws at once. Honestly, these auditions are proving so taxing, I'm wondering if I should just get my twanky out for one more time and be done with it. Oh no, Linda. I think Scarface is so relevant to life here in Ambridge. Here, Linda, now. What's my motivation here for cutting this guy's leg off with a chainsaw and a bathtub? Practicality, my dear Joseph. I couldn't fathom cutting a leg off in a lounge or kitchen, even if I was a psychopathic Cuban drug lord. Come on, everybody, now then, once more from the top. Really, then? What about we take this little leg off, then? Hello, Jess. I see you're there milking that cow. Yes, I'm milking this cow in the milking parlour. I thought you were milking a cow here in the milking parlour. Yes, I'm milking this cow in the milking parlour. I tell you what, when I walked in, I thought to myself, I thought I'd find Jess here milking the cow here in the milking parlour. Yeah, hello there, Tony and Jess. Hey, Tony, are you watching Jess there milking the cow in this milking parlour or what? Oh, hello there, Barry. I thought you heard the rustle of a shell suit. Yeah, I'm watching Jessie and milking that there cow. Yes, I'm, I'm milking this cow in a milking parlour. Yeah, I thought that's what you were doing here in the milking parlour. For God's sake, will someone help? Hey, Mike, what have you got there? What are you bringing to the milking parlour? It looks really heavy, Mike. Please, someone help me. This is so heavy. I'm going to drop it. Please help. Hello there, Mike. 
What have you brought there into the milking parlour, Carrie, in there? Christ's sake, help me, my fingers are bleeding. Yes, I'm, I'm milking this cow in a milking parlour. I can see that, for fuck's sake, my fingers are bleeding. Will someone please help me? It does look quite heavy to me. But tell me, what is it exactly you're carrying? I'm going to drop it, for Christ's sake, one of you three help me. Oh, hello there. Who's this then walking in? Hello, everyone. Hey, Mike, is that an original 1940s Steinway baby grand piano you're holding? Yes, Jess said she needed it in here. Yes, I'm I'm milking this cow in a milking parlour. Let me get this end and we'll set it down. You look like you're struggling. Yes, why didn't you help me? Well, I wasn't sure what it was that you were carrying. It's a fucking baby grand piano. You can see that. Yeah, mate, but you never look who's listening, do you? Yes, I'm milking this cow in the milking parlour. You think I'm a fucking worm, aren't you? Oh, it's thrilling, isn't it? It really delivers on the promises of pantomimes gone by. I couldn't believe they'd made Jill look so much like Michelle Pathifa. Jesus Christ, you need your eyes testing. That plunging red dress on a nonagenarian was completely inappropriate. I almost lost my lunch. And when she bent over to pick up that machine gun, Never mind about Linda's twanky, I almost saw Jill's buttons. But she was just so glamorous, a real femme fatale. And this milking parlour looks just like downtown Miami in the 1980s. Yeah, if downtown Miami has cow dung underfoot and the sound of mooing... Well, Joe Grundy as Tony Montana is so dashing. I do hope he can keep up his energy for the full four hours. Well, well, I don't rightly know, but the figure with which he stabbed that communist made him seem like a man of only 65. Oh, for God's sake, you are fucking kidding. The communist had to run at his knife, or we'd still be watching Joe now slowly edge towards him. Well, me and Peter and Dudley, and Dudley and Peter suspect that Linda's very happy with it all backstage. Everybody, everybody, gather round. Now, I do think the first half was barely acceptable. Jill, I want sexy siren, not tired tramp. And you really do need to take that dress up. No, 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 I don't care if it tears out your chest hairs. You meant to be Fifer-esque. Mutton dressed as lamb, my dear. Not mutton at home slopping around in an unwashed dressing gown. Linda Stowell. And you, Joseph Grundy. I offered you a tender man, but you flatly refused, and you promised you wouldn't relieve yourself on stage. I'll be scrubbing the inside seam of Robert's white suit out until Christmas to try to remove that yellow stain. What self-respecting Cuban immigrant drug baron in the grips of a quite serious cocaine addiction soils himself visibly while making a series of large bank deposits? There was a queue at the post office. I couldn't hold on. The Miami Central Bank, Joe. 
and the rest of you. This is an acclaimed 1980s criminal masterpiece, revered for its energy and graphic depiction of life for Cuban immigrants in search of an ever-fading American dream. You lot, meanwhile, have the energy of a geriatric coach trip to Morecambe, and not one of you has even taken as much as a barocca, let alone snorted a juicy fat one off of a Brazilian hooker's asshole. Hold on, Linda, why don't you just shut the motherfucker up? down, immigrant number four. Pipe down? Pipe down? Does anyone here appreciate what an unmitigated, politically incorrect car crash this play is? Oh, now, come on! I thought you blacking up last year to play Morgan Freeman in The Shawshank Redemption took the biscuit, but you've painted Joe like a bloody oompa loompa. artistic licence. He's like David Dickerson's dad, for God's sake. Not to mention Jill's Bride of Frankenstein makeup. You're fooling no one. And the children are genuinely scared, for Christ's sake. That smell of urine isn't just Joe. Half the front row have pissed themselves when she came on. Fine. If that's how you all feel, then this year I won't do the Christmas pantomime. Or one each quarter, or one with the passing of each Christian and pagan religious festival. Quite frankly, you're all so ungrateful that you can all... Well, to be frank, you can... You can all just go and fuck yourselves. And scene.